Episode 10, Yom Kippur, a day of self-evaluation. Welcome to the Thriving on Purpose podcast, where you'll learn how to take steps to create a life that you love and enjoy. This podcast will cover mindset coaching and practical tips and tools, sprinkled with intergenerational wisdom and inspiration, and some Torah too. Here's your host, Nechama Weiser, Certified Health and Life Coach. Shalom and welcome to this week's podcast. This week I want to talk a little bit about Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement that is coming up. We just finished Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year, and I want to share some ideas that my father, may he rest in peace, shared with me, uh, kind of intertwined with some personal growth, some coaching inspiration, um, and uh, just really preparing ourselves as we enter this very significant period of time. So before Yom Kippur, it's kind of an opportunity to think about standing before God. um, And that thought can be a little bit overwhelming, a little bit daunting. Um, And while I'm sure many of us are grateful for our strengths, right? Even though we understand that there are areas that we can improve on, I'm sure it's also a little bit embarrassing or disturbing to kind of acknowledge our weaknesses. Um, And I think that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are, in a sense, a self-evaluation. So if you think about a boss who is going through his employees and kind of going through each of their performances and listing their strengths, listing their weaknesses, uh, and kind of assessing them to see uh, whether they should get a raise, whether they should continue at the company. Um, I think that Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is similar in that sense. Because on the one hand, God is assessing us, but on the other hand, we're also assessing ourselves. It's like a self-evaluation. And it's interesting because my father in his work uh, was an organizational consultant, and he worked in many companies where they had 360 reviews. And those are the kinds of reviews where an employer would basically review his employee, an employee would review his colleague, his colleague would review him, the employee would review his employer, and it was kind of this fully comprehensive review where everyone was assessed by the people that they worked with, were managed by, etc. So I think on Yom Kippur, um, there's not so much assessment from our friends and family, or maybe there is, but it's done in private, but the evaluation is really twofold. One is God evaluating us, and one is us evaluating ourselves. And when we evaluate ourselves, we really want to be truthful right? Because the evaluation is really done by our souls, right? By our neshamot. And there's a certain accuracy and honesty where we're looking at all of the things that we've done throughout the year, and we're kind of painting a comprehensive picture of our behaviors and our thoughts. Um, And then we kind of sign it off with the yad kol adam chatombo, right? That It's the person, the man that actually signs off on that assessment. And then in addition to that, God also looks at our actions and behaviors, and he's the one who 
has his own assessment in terms of writing us or inscribing us in the book of life. So Rabbeinu Yonah um, offers some advice in his book, Sharei Tshuva, Gateways to Repentance. And when he talks about repentance, he actually highlights three different things that we can do as we're evaluating ourselves and our actions um, and how we can achieve true repentance. So first of all, he says, concentrate on the present. When you think about the past, when you think about the future, uh, you can get really overwhelmed and you should leave that for a time when you're feeling stronger. On Yom Kippur, we're standing before God and we really want to focus on the present. And it's interesting because in coaching, when I talk about emotions, the emotions of worry, of overwhelm, of fear, anxiety, they're all about things that are not in the present, right? In the present moment, we're here now, right? We're worried about something that may happen in the future, right? It's not about the present moment. And I think that individuals who are really able to be in the present, to focus on the present, can actually eliminate a lot of those emotions and feelings of worry and anxiety about not worrying about the future, what will happen, what could happen, but really just being in the here and now. Secondly, he says, to increase our self-awareness, right, by doing accounting and tracking. And I think that's another thing that we talk about in coaching, right? The first step to any kind of change is going to be self-awareness, right? You need to track your food. If you have goals of eating healthier, you want to be tracking your food. If you want to be more frugal with your finances, then you want to be doing an accounting of how much money you're spending, where your money is going, right? So before we do any kind of change, we need to have that self-awareness so that we know what we're dealing with. Often we think that we know, but when we actually put it down on paper, we can see that we were a little bit off. So sometimes we'll think, well, I'm, I'm not spending too much money in this area, but then when we actually keep track and take count of what we're spending our money on, it actually differs from what we had in our head. And finally, Rabbeinu Yona offers to not do too much at once, to focus and concentrate. And that too is a very important concept in coaching. Even though someone will come and say, I want to work on this and I want to work on this and I want to improve my life, we often start with one small action step, one small step that they can take in order to progress. And I think this is something that we all struggle with, where we want change and we want change quickly, but it's really one small thing that will help us make the progress. And I actually posted on Facebook a story about us purchasing a new shower head for our shower and how our bathroom could probably use a remodel, but the thought of that is so daunting, right? It needs to, we need a new shower, we need a new flooring, right? Like the whole idea, the whole concept of redoing the bathroom is so overwhelming, but we really just made one small change that made such a big difference and that was that small step that we're talking about here. So even if you notice, even if you have that self-awareness in the present moment, right, that these are all the things that you want to change, it's really important to just take action in one small area. And once you've achieved that and accomplished it, then you'll be able to move forward and progress and take on additional things.
And that's true also if we go back to the example of an employer who's evaluating an employee, even if they come up with three areas of weakness, right? Three things that they want to work on in order to improve, we really only want to start with one small thing. And I think for us, as we approach Yom Kippur, I would encourage each and every one of us to take on one small change in two areas. One is Bein Adam Lamakom, us and God, our relationship with God, and some kind of improvement that we want to see there. And one is Bein Adam Lechavero, our relationship with our fellow man and the people that are around us. So if we can just choose one small change to do in those two areas, I think that that can make such a big difference. In the Torah reading, we read about when you go out to war with your enemy. And I don't think it's a coincidence that we read this Torah portion in the month of Elo before Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Because the question is asked, when you go out to war against your enemy, who is the enemy? And some people will say that that's an external enemy. But I think there's also the concept of that being our internal enemy, that Yetzer Hara, that evil inclination. And I think that that's something that we all struggle with every single day. And in order to really be proactive in this fight against our own internal evil inclination, it really does require a very high level of self-awareness. But it also requires a plan of action. So while we will be reciting the confession on Yom Kippur, right, and by the way, the majority of that confession doesn't actually apply to each of us in a personal way, right? Some of them do, but other confessions do not. It's really, really important to identify strategies for our personal battle plan, right? Because we are having that self-awareness. We're recognizing that we want to change in certain areas, right? Whether it's us whether it's us as part of a community, but we don't want to stay there. We want to have a plan of action. And I think that that's really the concept that we talked about last week in terms of not just having the self-awareness, but then taking it a step forward and actually putting it into a plan, right? So actually deciding what is my plan of action when I want to improve my relationship with God? What is my plan of action when I want to improve my relationship with my fellow man? And then putting that to the test after Yom Kippur. And bringing this back to coaching, because I love doing that, um, that's essentially what we do in coaching, right? There's that level of self-awareness. There's that level of, this is my life. These are the areas of my life that I want to change but then it's actually taking that action, right? So every session ends with concrete action steps that you can take in order to move you forward. So I think that it's just so beautiful to kind of sum it up with Rabbeinu Yonah's three steps. And I'm just gonna give a quick recap before we end. Concentrate on the present. Don't worry about the future. Don't worry about the past. Just really focus on where you're at right now in the present moment. Second of all, increase your self-awareness by actually taking count of your actions, of how you're spending your time, of how you're spending your money, 
right? The different behaviors that you're doing every single day. Increase your self-awareness by actually writing them down and really understanding where you need to make those changes. And finally, decide on one to two things that you really want to focus on and concentrate on so that you can actually make the changes that you need. And I just want to bring in one final idea that a colleague of mine, Nicole Oren, shared where she talks about tshuva as really returning to our true essence, to our soul, to our true being, to who we actually are after we strip away expectations and who we've become and all of the things that are kind of layered on top of our truest and most inner soul. And I just want to bless each and every one of you that while tshuva, yes, it is tshuva towards God, it is tshuva towards our fellow man, but it's also tshuva with regard to ourselves. And that tshuva is probably the most impactful tshuva of all. This is a day where we have an opportunity to connect to who we truly are. Even if we haven't behaved in a certain way, even if we haven't achieved certain goals, this is our core essence. And I truly believe that that is what God sees. He sees our potential. He sees our trueness and our authentic self. And I just bless each and every one of you that Yom Kippur is transformative, both in terms of your relationship with God, relationship with the people in your lives, and most importantly, with yourself. Wishing you all a Gmar Chatima Tova, a wonderful year filled with lots of tshuva, not just on this day, but tshuva in the sense of really returning to who you are, figuring out what it is that you actually want from this life, figuring out who you are in this world, um, what roles you play, what your potential is, and really giving yourself the opportunity to think about what you want to achieve and accomplish and who you want to be in this coming year. Wishing you all the best. Thank you for listening to Thriving on Purpose with Nechama Weiser. If this episode piqued your interest or inspired you, and you're looking for a health and life coach who can help you up-level your life, then reach out today. Visit NechamaWeiserCoaching.com for details.